0: Hi, my name is Frankie. Thank you for listening to my mom. I never listen. Welcome to Nothing But Net with the head coach at Drake University, one of my longtime favorite Missouri Valley players, Allison starr Pullman. I remember Allison when she was a player at UNI and uh, was a tough, tenacious defender. And uh, every time I see you, Allison, there's two things that come to my mind. One is Jackie Styles, and what a pain in the neck it was to try to defend her. (laughs) Secondly, how great your offense is always in rhythm. And that leads to to the uh, metronome, which I love to talk about with you as well. So there's two things that resonate with me. So let's start with um, your playing career. I don't ask most head coaches about this, but I do want to know how playing in the Valley, spending your entire career in the Valley, knowing how much respect you have for the Valley, and I do equally as well because of the talent in the league, not just on the floor, but on the bench. Um, What would you say about your time in the Valley from a player to where you are now?
1: Um, wow. Well, I mean, it's been an evolution, you know, of, of stepping into, you know, my first, my first couple of years. Um, not all 10 teams made the tournament, you know, uniquely enough. And so we had some, you know, some pioneers at that time that really pushed that forward. And I think just the growth of our conference, you know, through those years of, you know, the Jackie Styles era of, you know, final fours and some phenomenal, phenomenal teams who made, you know, a- amazing runs. And just to be, able to watch you know some teams change and adjust and and different locations you know a couple teams departed couple brand new you know flavors to our league um it's been a real fun part like it's been amazing to watch the evolution but i also think like It's, it's not, the thing that hasn't changed is the Valley, like the conference schedule is a grind. I tell you what, and um, I have a lot of respect for that. And we have a lot of fantastic coaches. Um, And that's been from my playing careers all the way till now. Um, So it's been, it's been amazing not to have to leave this conference. And I do, like you said, I have a lot of respect for it and have really enjoyed watching um, the changes and the positive impact um, that the Valley
0: has had really nationally. Tony DeCecco. That's a name that you don't hear many people talk about in the Valley anymore. What a heck of a coach that you played for during your time. And I always said um, Tony was like the Coca-Cola truck driver because in order to get into management, you have to drive the trucks and the routes first so you understand how to build up your career. And he certainly did that. I kind of look at, you're not a truck driver by any means or a Coca-Cola employee, but You are a a player in the league who has worked and worked and worked, and you've built your family around your work ethic, and you've been able to find ways to make all this seem to fit so seamlessly, Allison. What is the key to all that balance and rhythm?
1: Well, you know, I I think you can always try to be a little bit better at balance, you know, because sometimes you get like really, really ridiculously out of balance, Um, you know, but... But being a player, you know, like really my freshman year, you know, not playing much to start the year and then stepping into, you know, like a starting role and then being a captain on the team and then, you know, being somebody who had to be counted on and then being one of the top players in the league, then I was a GA and then an assistant coach and then, you know, a top assistant coach for years and then stepping into being a head coach, I think. Um, You know, maybe not the truck driver, haven't driven the bus yet, I've definitely offered and gotten frustrated enough with some bus drivers that I may have tried to take over um, in that regard but you know you do wear a lot of hats and a lot of coaches do wear a lot of hats and you know the mom hat is one that you kind of put on and you know at times you kind of have to take off here and there but you know i also think that those characteristics sometimes with their own team of being able to foster relationships and understand different things whether it be injuries schedules you know their their personal lives and such um you know it it is one of those things of just being able to overall relate to our young
0: women you said something that I'm hearing a lot more from coaches being counted on. Okay. So you can play 10 minutes. You can play 20 minutes. You can come off the bench and you can have a role. but it's not about the minutes. It's about the quality of being counted on. It's the, it's the accountability piece. When you come in the game, you have to produce. If you don't produce, it doesn't matter how many minutes you get because you got to produce to come in the game. There's no coach that I've ever met that doesn't want to win. It doesn't want to put their players in a position to succeed. So when you say counted on, what do you mean?
1: Um, well, you know, I honestly, I think it starts with your presence. You know, a lot of times when you step on the floor, you know, what, what are you bringing? What, what positive impact? And, you know, that could just be, that could be eye contact. That could be a high five. That could be taking the pressure off of, of, of one of our real dominant players. Who's having a fantastic game of just, you know, bringing them a little bit of, I guess, relief it might be. And so I think it starts with presence. And I think, you know, the counted on piece is, um, you know, just, it doesn't have to be positively impacting the game statistically or showing up in the box score. That's really nice. (laughs) But I also think it's, it's just, you know it's adding overall to I guess just the positive direction that our team is flowing in at that given time in that given moment, and so it could be so minute, but it also could be you know as far as like you come in you're like what feels like cold off the bench and you knock down a shot or you get to the free throw line and you you know you go like and you make them both things of that nature and um so yeah, counting on that's a hard thing that's a hard it's a hard jersey to wear. Um, but I think the more that we can really build up those, our players and, you know, help them to understand, um, that that is their responsibility and their mindset is so important, um, in those moments. Um, you know, I think in those, then when they're counted on, then they do produce.
0: Now, this would be your second year as a head coach at Drake. What'd you learn from your first year? Wow. Um, You know, I think overall, you know, the second year has really brought like
1: more of a a comfortability of, you know, just different things that I thought I needed to spend my time on. I think I'm much better as far as knowing what I really, where I really need to put what eggs in which basket, um, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And so, um, you know, I feel a little bit better that way, um, and and I just think you know connections and depths of relationships and my overall confidence in myself um, has definitely transcended you know with the the amount of experience that you get, which is completely relative to, to how our student athletes feel. You know, the longer you're doing something, the more times like you do get to step on the floor, the more comfortable you you are. I mean, I can't say I was ever really comfortable guarding Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> as we go back to that. Um, But you do, you know, you just gain that experience and those little itty bitty details that you kind of remember and, you know, and can
0: kind of lean into, um, you know, I think, I think bring you a little bit more security. I remember watching you in a triangle and two trying to guard Jackie. That's how good she was (laughs) back then. (laughs) Trying, trying was the key (laughs) word there, Debbie. Uh, So um, I want to ask you about the metronome. Are you still using it? You know, the click, click, Click and practice because I found that to be really cool when you told me about it last year.
1: Yeah, we, you know I brought it out the very first year. This year we do we do a cadence or a sequence of clapping, um, and it's just more so like you can tell when we our pace just begins to falter a little bit. And then, you know, like we can kind of just get back to it with a clap. And, and I think they completely understand exactly, you know, where I'm going and what we mean by that. And, and, you know, the, the small kind of quick reminder helps them to, you know, kind of snap out of it and understand fully, you know, we are a good passing team. And, you know, one of the things offensively that we do is we move the ball and we, you know, have a tendency to touch both sides. And so just being able to do that, those small reminders, obviously, instead of having to have a. Five minute conversation, make it a little bit easier just to have a clap to
0: to be able to reflect upon. It's a great teaching tool. It's a visual, it's a sensory sensory thing, right? I mean, like your kids know right away, like when coaches say, got to move the ball, got to move the ball. Your kids don't totally get it right from the beginning. Um, You are a rhythm team. Everybody's trying to bust your rhythm. Okay. What have you learned about countering to be able to get back to rhythm?
1: Yeah, well, you know, there's there's a lot of different schools of thought and what people have, you know, different things that people have tried to do, you know, like to to negate the the sort of rhythm that we do have. And so, you know, what we've what we've really tried to do is just um, in those instances have different, I guess, different counters where it's you know, dives and sweets, a lot of times, you know, we touch the paint where um, it's just built in. So we work a lot on those different types of things, you know, pressure relieves, we have a little bit, um, I, you know, we don't dribble that much, but we do have a couple different counters of where we're able to dribble penetrate to the paint, to then be able to get a paint touch, then then to have some movement off of it. So, uh, you know, kind of toyed with just a couple different adjustments. I think, you know, some of them, it, you know, as you know, some of them work real, real well, and others, you know, you kind of have to put back into the to the box of maybe never try that again, uh, sort of situation. But, um, but yeah, we, uh, you know, our, our team really likes to be in rhythm. We've got to get in rhythm just a little bit more now of, you know, just the, the consistency of our shooting, um, which I do think really drives our offense and how well we shoot it. Um, and in those kind of, you know, lulls of when we don't shoot it well, we just got to find that, you know what, we are good shooters. We got to just get back in the gym and get that rhythm back.
0: We would agree that basketball is our favorite sport, right? Absolutely. Would we agree that golf is our second favorite? I would. I would second that 100%. <laughs> okay, let's talk about golf a little bit because I am a person that puts my sticks away late September, early October. I'm not home anyway, even though it's beautiful in Charleston, South Carolina. You've got a different set of circumstances with your climate than, than <laughs> what I deal with, but. Um, how, I mean, like, how's your golf game? Like when are you going to pull your sticks back out and get back out after it? Cause I know your kids play and that's always yeah. fun to play with kids.
1: Oh, it's amazing. It's, you know, and I've even more so tried to, you know, to get them into like some best shot tournaments and just to be able to enjoy, you know, the camaraderie and to compete together, which is kind of unique in the, in the sport of golf. But um, I, truthfully, I actually just bought um, one of those putting greens. I've never done that before. And so I actually have my putter out. Um, I have a, a natural ball retriever in a Jack Russell Terrier who has, has to be taught <laughs> not to steal the white balls. She's tennis balls only. Um, but yeah, so I have my putter out and a little practicing. See if my, see if I can up my game here on the, on the, on the course this, this summer.
0: So my husband bought me a spider putter and I thought he was trying to sabotage my game. It did not work. <laughs> Just didn't work. So I finally I gave it a try and I said no. So now I'm back to the blade. What do you use? Um,
1: you know, I just have I have a very I am very, very simple as far as I just have it the my normal set. I think I have a callaway putter that um just really doesn't do me
0: too wrong, you know. The the more <laughs> practice
1: that you have with it. Yeah.
0: Um yeah. Well I'm gonna put that on my bucket list to get a chance to play around to golf with you in Iowa sometime. I've that not played great. golf in Iowa. I would love to play golf in Iowa.
1: I like it. I like it.
0: We'll do it. All right. So as it pertains to this whole race in the Valley and how tight it is, and you're sitting in the top of the standings, top part of the standings. And uh, it is, like you said, it is a grind. And the margin for error is so small. It's not a surprise, right? It's the way the Valley rolls.
1: It definitely is. And, and we've had, you know, this year uh, overall, we have numerous, you know, overtime games that we've come up short in, you know, we've had two game winners that didn't go our way. And so, you know, we are, it just feels like centimeters, millimeters, you know, those small little details away. And, and, you know, it's back to, it's, you know, it's kind of back not to the drawing board, but back to learning, back to getting that rhythm back. And and our team is a really good shooting team, and we've just got to find confidence in that. And and I'll tell you one thing, you know, I I love the fact that, like, you know, offense is what we do and we feel really good at. But I do think our defense has really, really, um, has really stepped it up. And we've been able to stay in games because of our defense. Now, offensively, you got to get things cooking, moving and shaking, trust in that motion, and then overall just you know, have a lot more confidence in um, just letting her fly and knocking shots down.
0: You know, I love offense and I see the game through an offensive lens. And I always say under overhead strap, ice jam, switch, seven different ways you (laughs) can guard a ball screen. You don't need all that. I think you need it with your team because you guys can flat out score. Thank you so much, Allison, for being with us. We always enjoy our time with you, and we're so proud of everything you've done, not just at Drake, but what you've done to represent the Valley as a player and as a coach and an incredible ambassador for the game. Thank you so much for being with us on Nothing But Net.
1: Thank you, Debbie, and thank you for all of what you've done for the Valley and pushing our league forward because because without you know, like a face like yours and you talking about you know, like what we are nationally. Um, I don't know that we'd get as much notoriety. So thank you for all that you've done for our league.
0: I think you guys are doing just fine. Keep up the great work, Allison. We'll look forward to watching your team finish off strong in February and into March. Thank you.